So Yitzchak calls him Yaakov and said, Lech, my Yishmach Yitzchak is Yaakov, do me a favor. Don't take a woman from here. Go to Lovan, your mother's brother, he has daughters, you'll find a girl there. Okay. By Yishma Esav, Esav hears, no, no, no. By Yishma Esav, that what? Kirois, Benois Knan, Me'ena Yitzchakovit. He realizes, he hears suddenly that his father doesn't like the girls from here. And that's why he sent Yaakov away. And Yaakov listened. So by Yelech Esav, and he also married a girl, not from the Knan, a daughter of Yishmael, a chayz nevoyiz, How long did this marriage with the third woman, Machalas, how long did it happen after the first marriage? At this point, after the brachas, Yaakov and Esav were 63. Esav got married when he was 40. So 23 years passed. Esav suddenly found out that Yitzchak doesn't like his wives. I don't understand. But Tiyana Moiras Ruach, Yitzchak didn't say a word. Rivka didn't say a word. Esav didn't know. They were doing Avay Zorah. Yeah? Yitzchak says, Esav rules in this house. Yeah. And the smoke and the smoke affected his eyes. Seriously. We're Jews. We're not just Jews. We made this whole thing. He didn't say a word to Esau. Esau had to find out because he sent Yaakov away. What, what's going on? Not only that, if he would have told Esau, Esau would have listened. Why? It says clearly, Esau would have listened to his father. Why didn't he tell him? The pshat is, Yitzchak understood his son. And he understood. He has a choice. He can speak. Say everything he thinks. This is where Esav is. Esav married these women for a reason. They didn't marry them by mistake. So Yitzchak and Rivka chose to remain silent for 23 years, not to say a word. Even though the Torah made it, how difficult it was. Because they wanted to hold on to their child. And they understood this is where their child is. These are his choices at the moment. And to say anything, they maybe would have won the battle, but they would have lost the war. Furthermore, Chiddush number two. It says that Rivka sends Yaakov away to her brother. And the Pasuk says, Eim Yaakov Eesau. At the end of Taldus, you don't know that Rivka is the mother of Yaakov and Esau. Go back to Priwane. Suddenly it's Chulgevek, discovered America, ain't Yaakov But here's a real question. Rivka knew Esau, knew Yaakov. Why are you sending Yaakov away? Send Esau away. Esau does keep it off. The Medrash says, and Abshim Ben said, 
nobody is mechabed of like me, but it's a kumnus to Esav. Echad memeya, Esav is kibbut of. Rifkinu Yaakov is a tzaddik hador. Yitzchak is a tzaddik hador. Let the tzaddikim stay together. Shikavek nirasha. Tell Esav. Tell Yitzchak. Find him some excuse. Send Esav away. Let him go to Harseyer early. Let him go. It's all again. Let Yaakov, the tzaddik, remain with his father. How much kedusha would come out of the world? How much holiness would there be? How much Torah? How much Yira? Well, Shikhsavak Yaakov for 22 years. Separated from Yitzchak Avinu. Why? Because you don't want him to be together with his brother. Shikhsavak Yaakov, and that's it. So the Torah says, Rivka was Ein Yaakov Esau. Don't think she was only Yaakov's mother. She was also Esau's mother. And Rivka knew Yaakov will do well. Yaakov is Yaakov. Esau has only one man in the world who believes in him. That's his father. Don't take that away from Esau. If Rivka wasn't Esau's mother, she leave. She was also Esau's mother. She did what she had to do. The bracha said to go to Yaakov, no question. But aim Yaakov I'm not going to take away Esau from his father. Because he has nobody else in the world. Remember, Esau was thrown out of every yeshiva. By the time he was 14, he was already in 16 yeshivas. Everybody threw him out. All they said about him is, he belongs in the field. He's a hunter, that's it. There was one man who saw what there is in this child. He had a certain soul. He had challenges, no question. I once heard a word. Tell you a beautiful word. I once said to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Shabbos told us in the early 80s, Gavaldik Ashaila, we call Esav a Russia. It's Esav Sanesi, we said it after today. By Yisroitzu Tsuhabonim Bekirbos, a Krashi, when she went by a base of Megazara, he was kicking, he wanted to go out. Who decides what you do in the womb of your mother? You? You have Bechira? Anybody here had Bechira? What to do in the womb of your mother? You're a fetus. You're not even conscious. You don't even know you exist. Who decided that Aesop should be kicking and gravitating to the Zara? Genetics. DNA. What do you call him a Russia for? The kid was doomed and hopeless from day one. Yaakov is a big tzaddik and Esau is a big Russia. In the womb of their mother they were already separated. It's not shot at the age of 17. He went to yeshiva and he went somewhere else. It was in the womb. It's like saying a lioness is a marshas and a sheep is a tzaddikus. They chose. They're programmed. Esau was programmed. The word is as follows. Maybe one of the most important ideas in education today. The fact that a child struggles with something doesn't make them bad. Esau's shlichus was to struggle with Avodah He didn't have a choice about that. The Rambam says in Shemayin Prok there are two types of Jews. Chassid HaMa'ula and Kovash Yitzra. There's a goody-goody guy. You know that child? At the age of four, they're already dressed seven o'clock in the morning waiting for the bus. 
The only time the principal calls you is the day they're graduating from high school as valedictorian. Those kids, Mahatnish, Bayira, Bayimot, say they leave the house at 7.30, they come home, they finish homework before they got over the bus. And what do they call them today? Huh? They graduate high school, they go to Eretz Yisrael, Mir for four years, Brisk for four years, Lakewood three years, they come out of the freezer, you marry them off, it's wonderful. And then the Rambam says, there's other Jews, Koivish There's battles, skeletons, ghosts, demons, never mind that there's trauma. Whether it's nature or nurture or both or one, but they're strugglers. Who knows who's greater? Nobody. Esau, even if he would have been the most perfect tzaddik, he would have never looked like Yaakov. He would have always looked like Esau. What does Esau look like? He connects to Hashem through battles with Avodah Zorah. We make a mistake and we identify struggling with negativity. A kid comes, he struggles. That doesn't make you bad. On the contrary, this may make you even greater than Yaakov. Esau's choice was not to struggle or not to struggle. His choice was what to do with his struggle. To see the struggle as an invitation to surrender to mediocrity, or to see the struggle as a catalyst, as a springboard, as an invitation to reach tremendous heights. The Moirinayim writes, Parshas Vayishlach, Mugmara says in Yuma, Habala Tayyar you come to cleanse yourself Hashem helps you you come to contaminate yourself Hashem opens the door for you he says why does the Gemara change the Lush instead of Messiah if you're coming to become Tomei with something you should know that this is your Pesach to reach your greatest spiritual perfection. When those thoughts or addictions or habits of impurity come into you, don't think that this is God telling you you're a piece of junk, you're a piece of garbage. This is the Pischuli Sharit Sedek. This is your Shar, this is your portal, the Ruach HaKadosh. This is how you will touch the divine. I, what do you mean? It's horrible. No, no, no. By you confronting this, sublimating it, battling it, transforming it, whatever, however you deal with it. But by you dealing with it, this is where you will find your Rebbe Neshulam. Was Esau a Russia from the womb? No way. His shlichus was a different type of mission. No two kids have ever the same mission. When you look at two children, you say, why aren't you like your brother? Why aren't you like your sister? Because God chose me to go on another journey. Because in the womb of my mother, I was different. It has nothing to do with me. and nothing to do with you. It has to do with Hashem. Open yourself up to what God wants for me. Not to what the system wants for me. But people looked at Esau and all they could say about him is horrible kid. Horrible, horrible, horrible. There was one man who looked at him 
and said, your struggles, my dear, don't indicate anything negative. In fact, I wish, I want to give the brochas to you. In many ways, you're greater than Yaakov. Yaakov doesn't have your challenge. You were invited by Hashem to deal with skeletons that Yaakov doesn't have to deal with. And if you'll overcome them, you're, you're unbelievable. The tragedy of Esau was, he saw his challenges as an indication that he's such a bad person. Instead of an indication that he has a whole different mission. There was nobody there. And it's interesting. Chazal say, what was the day that Ace of Yatzah with Tarkus Raw? The day that Avram passed away. It's not disconnected. I'll be Pnimius with Avram and Yitzchak together. Ace of Yatzah Avram passed away, and there were very few voices who could see his potential. Everybody else was just saying, come on, get your act together, you idiot. You moron. Rivka knew this. Rivka was a Yaakov Esau. So she said, I'm not sending Esau away. I'll remain here with Esau and his wives, his three tzatzkas. Because he has one father and nobody else. I'm going to send Yaakov away. She sends away. And Yaakov and Yitzchak, Yaakov and Rivka never see each other again. She sends the tzaddik Hadar away from herself and her husband so that Esau should have a father. That's why it says, Aim Yaakov Esau. So Rashi says, Aini Yideya, Ma We don't always know what life teaches us. We don't always know. Some things are in the Bechina of Aini Yideya. And at such a moment, you have to say, Ma Melamdeinu. You have to allow Ma to teach you. You have to allow Ma, Koyach Ma, You have to allow Ma to teach you. Because if you try to get the ego in, it's going to destroy everything. You have to open yourself up and say, If this is the journey, this is where I'm going to go. I was at a Torah Masora dinner last year. And uh, it was a Shabbos about Chinuch. And there was some intense Ashkafas being communicated that were difficult to hear. Why were they difficult to hear? Because it would be nice in an ideal world, in a perfect world, it's wonderful. But if you know the reality of what people are dealing with, it's just you don't know what people are going through. And the worst thing is when you have manhigan leaders who don't know what people are going through. The greatest tragedy is when a rav, a rebbe, a shishiva is just out for lunch. It means well. Everything L'Shem Shemayim just doesn't know what's going on. Mamash doesn't know. Doesn't know. Never saw it, never understands. Simply doesn't know. Doesn't know about pain, doesn't know about abuse, doesn't know about molestation. Doesn't know about trauma, doesn't know about suicide. Literally doesn't know. So it was my turn to speak. Keynote Mitzray Shabbos. It was already Chatzoy Salayla. You know, Jewish conventions are the worst. 
talking about Maram Shif, Rabbi Kiva Ege, Apis Chitshuva, Apna Yisoscha. Zachem, Amichot, Ah, Gavaldik. Only if Alifaz would have grown up in a Puerto Rican home, Amichot of Kemes wouldn't work. He grew up in a Yiddish stool. Oh, Amichot of Kemes, it has a Chalois of Misa. It has a Psatin Misa. It has a Gede Misa. I'm a Chayet. Excuse me. Is he dead or alive? He's alive. Kill him. Nah. No money. It's good enough. This is how Jews think. A Jew makes a fist. The next step is Hashamnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu, Alchayim. Bechuli, bechuli. Bayos Hakdoris are more powerful than realities. Yaakov was speared. He came. Kiba makli abartiyas ayard. So now I ask you a shaila. Yitzchok had enough nachas from Esav and his wives. Eliphaz was not a bigger tzatzke than than Esav. V'simna hoysa pilegish le'Eliphaz ben Esav. Simna's child was who? Amalek. We know the reputation of Amalek, who was a far son of Eliphaz. Rashi in Vayishlach based on the Gemonis and that makes the Cheshboimus that everyone in that family wasn't just a mamzer. There was a mamza intertwined, entangled with another mamza. Everybody was with their mother and their wife and their sister and the brother. The child was both a mother and a daughter and a sister. Rashi gets very, very detailed. The parishes by Yishloch, he could study it very, very well. Who Eliphaz lived with, who he didn't live with. It was a mess within a mess within a mess. Much better than Esau. No, mainly your child you have to deal with. Your grandson. Godal Bechekr Shal Yitzchak. So could have said, you know, I had enough. He keeps Eliphaz not in his house. Bechekai, right here. Shabbos by the Tish, when Yitzchak said Taita by Shalashudas. Bnai Chulu Dechsifin. Lamech Zeziv Dezeirampin. Eliphaz was sitting right here, eating sunflower seeds. He was probably checking his iPhone by Shalashudas. Sure, Eliphaz. My grandson, he's going to stay on my lap. So Stipulus said, okay, Yitzchak was a good guy. But he failed. Let's face it. Esau became Esau. Eliphaz became Esau. Eliphaz. All nice, all nice, be nice, be kind. It was a failure. You tried. You should have thrown him out of the house. Wait. Because he grew up on the bosom of Yitzchak, he wouldn't touch Yaakov Avinu. In other words, if not, Alpiteva Yaakov would have been killed. Where would Klal Yisrael be today? He would not be. Yaakov would not get married. There would be not one Jew. Why is every single Jew here today, 3,600 years later? Because Yitzchak didn't throw Eliphaz out of his house. Because he kept him right here on his lap. And he said, My tired Einikol, you'll be here with me. Eliphaz never became a Godulador, he never became a Tzaddik, he never became a Volchum, he never became a Yid. But all the Jewish people were saved for eternity. Because Yitzchak understood you don't disown your child and you don't disown your grandchild. But it goes one more step than this. You go to say for Eoiv. Eoiv has a very tragic life. And he has three friends who come console him. 
and they speak and they give speeches. Rashi says Baruch Hakodesh. And one of them, you look in here, Perik Vav, and the next Prokim, you'll see one of his friends, his name is Eliphaz. Zokrashi, Arashi. Eliphaz, Medaber Beruach HaKodesh. Lefisha Godal Bechekesh al Yitzchak. Because he grew up by Yitzchak, one day he not only came back, he had Ruach HaKodesh divine inspiration that spoke through him. In Eoi, you go to the end, you have to go to the end of Tamach, and you'll see not only was Kalal Yisrael saved, but one day he spoke the words of the divine, the words of God. So when somebody says success, unsuccess, the reason this Jew is here today is because Yitzchak didn't listen to him. Because if he would have been there, he would have told Yitzchak, you get rid of these kids. And Yitzchak said, I don't get rid of my children. And when Hashem is going to tell me, should I get rid of my, your children? I'm going to say, you don't get rid of children. And I will say, ah, azayret atata. So I want to share something with you very special. Morris says, the beginning of Gimel that Hordus renovated the second base Hamikdash and he made it he covered it with beautiful marble the Gemara says one row protruded and one row was indented describes exactly what the marble looked like and then Hordus wanted to cover it all with gold so the Chachamim told him no leave it this way. Why? So that the Chubais HaMikta should look like Idvisev the Yama. So Rashi, Galei Hayam should look like the waves of the ocean. The marble going in and going out it looked like the waves. If you would cover it with gold, it wouldn't look like the waves. So I want to ask you, why did the Chachanam care so much? Besamikdash should look like the Galei Hayam, the waves of the sea. What's wrong if it's gold? For carrot. Gold is the most dazzling metal. The Mishkan was mostly, much of it was gold. Why not? Why should the Besamikdash be covered in gold? What did they want so much? It is the Yama. So I once heard a Purim so he said a hergish I'm going to apply it to this situation but the hergish was his he said go take a look at an ocean you ever go to the beach women you ever look at an ocean what does it look like the waves are coming and they rise before the shore they rise if it's cold and if it's getting dark and it's windy waves rise up with such oomph with such gusto waves are not stupid they know that in a moment they're going to crash it's all over the party is over the game is over but nonetheless right now 
Right now they thunder, they rage with intensity. There's a lotion at the hill of Petes. Ata Moishel Bikeus Hayom Besoy Galov you rule the arrogance of the sea as the waves rise Rashi teaches you calm them down the Zoyar says you praise them why do you praise the Galei Hayam praise them because in a moment they're going to be over go to sleep right now no 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 Right now you're alive. Right now can Sturim in? Sturim. I in a moment I'm gonna die. We'll worry about it then. Right now, At the end of Bayez Shemi, when Hordas rebuilt the second Mesamikdash, anybody who had Seichel knew this is not gonna last long. The Romans were in complete control. Gorgeous was a better Adam, a Chaya Roshamirush. As one of the Romans wrote then, it was more safe to be Gorgeous' dog than to be his child because he killed all of his children. He was a maniac. He was a tyrant. He was a dictator. He was a brilliant architect. He was a bloodthirsty murderer. They knew that this base of Mikdush is not going to last. Another few decades, it's over. Nonetheless, wanted the Kayanim to come in every day and do the Avoidim and and the Levim should hold symphonies and concertos and sing Kayanim Bavidos and Levim and the Chonimist of Mamadam, with Atomit, with Akhtoidis, with Amenoidim, with Alachim Aponim, with Marochus, with Oilus, with Marochus Shmias, with Lishmoi, with Lishma, with the Hakpodis of Knitze and Pigle and Noiser, when Ezel Mikoyimun and Shkashkidos of Batsafan. The cynics would look, relax, it's all over. So they made sure the Besamikra should look like Idris of the Yama, the waves of the sea. Learn from the Galei Hayam. Right now, right now, you could serve God, serve with all your heart. Was Gishet Morgan? Right now, can Sturman? Sturman! Don't worry about the future. Right now, there's a base hamikdash. Do it bechol avavcha bechol mafshik bechol moidach. Very often, when it comes to chinuch, we're busy with long-term strategies. Going to be with the shidda. What's going to be with this? What's going to be with that? The base hamikdash was idvus adiyam. The soy gal you connect with your child, so he spends five minutes with you. Five minutes later, it's all over. Bye-bye. I just got a call from my girlfriend. I'm out. It was all nothing. Worthless. Worthless. I did this, I did this, I did this. I thought I'll have him by the Satan. By Urchatz, he got a call from his girlfriend. But... So the Gemara is listening to the 
When you pour your heart out before God, it should be like the water. Hashem is always present right now. What's now? This moment. This moment I could connect with you. That's all there is. The next moment is the next moment. People often with themselves, with their loved ones, with their children. What's going to be tomorrow? Stop with your tomorrows. People get up to Davin. They start thinking, but in 20 minutes I have to do this and then have an appointment. Yet Davin still, Davin! 20 minutes was designed a pet on them. Don't worry about the pet. Yet Davin still, Davin! Mama swing the waves. You could connect with your child now. This is all there is. Mechadish betuvay, bechol yom tamed masa